Hi, everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where we are heading to Israel in just a few days to bring the Kosher Halftime Show to Jerusalem. Life will never be the same. Folks, I told you last week it was going to be a doozy, and I wasn't lying. It's going to be epic. That's what all the cool kids say, right, Yoni? Uh, lit. Lit. Yeah, something like that. All right, cool. I I thought I'm not allowed to say that anymore. Good morning, folks. Thanks for listening. I'm Miriam L. Wallach, blogger, writer. We're going to edit that out, by the way. And general (laughs) manager here right after last week. General manager here at the Nachum Seal Network. You can find me here right after Allison, right before Nachum's live lunch. It is the pride of Houston himself behind the board, Yoni Pollock, Booker Tove. Good morning. Did, uh, in in preparation for the kosher halftime show, have we booked our tickets? Because we're leaving in two days. (laughs) It was just funny when we got that. We were on the phone with someone, and they were like, uh, "Oh, you guys didn't book your tickets either." They're like, "No." Oh, so there are people what like us. I mean, we're probably more the insane crowd than anything else. But I assume that by the end of today, we'll have tickets. By the though. end of the live lunch, I really hope For something is booked. Yeah, forty-eight hours. Okay, we're leaving no I'll matter see what. what. I can do. Right, we're, we're leaving no matter plane. what. I hope there's room on the plane. We're leaving no matter what. Yeah, we are heading. As Nachum announced at the beginning of the week, we are heading. Please God to Jerusalem. In just a little bit more than 48 hours. Um, do we? No, we don't really have more details about that. We don't know if it's Newark. We don't know if it's... We have no idea. Yeah. Okay, so we're please God. I'm going to have to add that in now. We're please God leaving in 48 hours. Well, you heard about that flight, like, I don't know, like three, four weeks ago that was, um, I think, going from like LA to Japan, and this this person <gasps> somehow got onto the yes! plane. So that could be us. No. I just hope they don't that turn could the plane be around. You. Like, we'll just, yeah, that sure. could be you. That was the one that Chrissy Teigen was on, right? Oh, really? Yeah. I don't remember who was she on. She but... tweeted out something like uh, four hours into the flight and turned around. It seems has got to be terrible. Yeah. I don't even know. What, what airline was it? Nippon? I don't know, but ticketed for a different airline and somehow different got on that plane. airline. How does that happen? And why know. is that seat available? And like, why? The whole thing is just a mess. But anyway, yeah. Not even a stowaway. Like, literally, somebody got on the wrong plane. How do you realize that four hours in? Also on both ends, that that the, the actual passenger made the mistake. Like, don't you realize you're flying a different airline? Like, More than that, the doesn't the boarding pass have to be coded or TSA, something? Like... Someone is asleep at the wheel. Yeah, the whole thing makes no sense. But yes, that could be you. I actually just saw on um, I saw the other day that people who were part of the snowstorm insanity at Terminal Four at JFK still haven't gotten back their luggage. Jeez. Yeah, and one guy about a week ago had a massive Twitter fight with Delta going back and forth. And the Delta answer from whoever was tweeting out on behalf of Delta was the answer the same over and over again. We apologize for the inconvenience. We will be in touch with you regarding the return of your luggage. And the guy keeps writing back, but you haven't asked me for my address, (laughs) but you don't know how to reach me. It's like just one stupid thing after another, but that... Yeah, please God, this yeah, should just be right. Thanks for jinxing it, Yoni. Um, hopefully, this should <laughs> just be magic a sh- eight ball. I should. There are three magic eight balls. I'm not even sure which one I would want to ask at this moment, but right. please God, we will have tickets. We will be ready to go because we are looking forward to joining Mayor Kay and joining Ohad and the entire team at Shari Tzedek. We thank everyone who has participated and who has made this happen. It has been a very exciting week here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Um, the excitement is going to continue. The stress levels <laughs> will continue for the next two weeks, that is for sure. But all in good fun because February 4th, the Kosher Halftime Show 2018 will launch probably around 8 o'clock, right? February 4th. Yeah, yeah good time. Exactly. Of the big game. The big game. Don't want to call it anything more than that. That's the big game. Is. Of it's course, it's just the big game. Big just happens to be a game. game party. You exactly. So we know who's playing. We know who's singing. We're all ready to go. This is going to be. It's going to be a great, great time. So uh, we're looking forward to that. Anyway, um, 
national holidays I totally forgot to pull up, and I'm going to do it very quickly. First of all, today is National Irish Coffee Day. Nice. Yeah, because the word coffee is all you really need. Could the, use some of that. Exactly. Right? I could use some of that. It's also opposite day. It's Robert Burns Day. It, oh, I thought you were going to be like, do you even know who that is, Yonia? Then it's going to no. be some like, older person. I'm yeah, gonna... I'm not going there because I don't know who it is <laughs> either. But they got themselves a day. It's also Thank Your Mentor Day. Thank you. And thank you, Nahum. <laughs> there you go. Um, and this one's really cool. It's Macintosh Computer Day. Like Mac, like Apple? Correct. On January 22nd, 1984... Uh, Super Bowl ad in a Super Bowl ad. Big ooh, game ad. Big game ad. <clears throat> the Macintosh got introduced. Steve Jobs then presented it to the world on January twenty fourth, nineteen eighty four, and went on sales to, on sale to the public the next day on January twenty fifth. Where were you that? If you were born, where were you that day? Oh, that was very nice of you. <laughs> that was very nice. If I was born, thanks. You just olded me. Um, where was I? January twenty fifth. No I don't remember where I was yesterday. There is a big thirtieth anniversary event. There was, I should say, a big thirtieth anniversary event on January twenty fifth, twenty fourteen, and since then, Apple considers January twenty fifth the anniversary day for the celebration, mm. which is very nice. Though I have to tell you, I can't use a Mac, so um, long live PCs. Okay. I, I just can't. Fine, because I'm old, and I don't know young people who use PCs, and I don't use no old people who use Macs. Well, it's funny, because the oh, work that's computer not true. I Malcolm have uses here, Mac. Oh, that was yeah. bad. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the work computer oh, I use here listening. is a PC, and then right. the, the one I, I have at home is, is a Mac, so it's just kind of funny. Which that one I do you like? Between, I, I've always been a PC guy, so then when I finally got the Mac with YU... Oh. I, like, so I, I don't know. I like both, I guess. I'd probably like the next laptop I end up buying is probably going to be a PC. Really? Yeah, I don't know. It's I just like simple, and Mac's good. And, they, and it also, has, it's a... Th- a fraction of the cost. That's really what it's going to come down to at the end. I mean, those like a fifteen hundred dollar pro well, or like a, a nice fifteen hundred dollar computer is insane. Computers yeah. are like disposable at this point. Yeah, it's whatever. All right, my rant is over. Anyway, you're listening to that's life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. I have two Nachum would call them Jewish superheroes, and I'm not kidding. Jewish superheroes here in the studio with me. A lot of people have seen it on Facebook. They've gotten some really good coverage over the last number of weeks, including in Hamodia. The Rockaway Times and the Queen's Jewish Link. I have already given to their campaign. There has been a GoFundMe campaign going on. I've already given to their campaign. I guarantee you, when we're done with this interview, you'll be giving as well. Shmuley and Nachum, not Nachum, Shmuley and Nachum Russell join me here on the program and they represent Humans for Humans NYS. Good morning, guys. Good morning. So, is this one of those mornings where you've already been up all night delivering stuff or that's just Saturday nights? Um, it, it really depends. So, this this week is a work week for us, so okay. not out too late. Um, when we usually go out on our regular long runs, will be Saturday nights, Motzei Shabbos. Um, but Shmuley and I keep our cars filled at all times, so throughout our nights and days, we're always stopping and giving things out whenever we see someone who needs it. Whenever you see someone who needs it. So let's talk about this. Five years ago, you started this organization. Now, can we call it an organization or you're just at that point? A project. Okay. You started Humans for Humans NYS. Now, recently, you have, let's say, gone public, right? So tell me about what the goal is of the project and then what made your decision to go public now. Um, So the reason why we actually went public was because up until now it was coming out of our own pockets mm. and coming out of our the pockets of our parents at times so deep it goes right, right. so um we made a decision actually it was um 
uh, Christmas that we are going to take this to the next level. Um, at that point, I, um, I reached out to the New York State Chaplain Task Force, where I'm a chaplain, um, asked for their assistance, and um, they sponsored uh, 100 blankets on the spot um, to get us started. Um, and then that's where everything started to really go. Um, and then at that point, we said, you know what? Once we're doing this, we really have to start asking for everyone's help. Mm. Um, and it's been an amazing adventure just to see already how every walk of life, Jewish, Christian, Muslim, black, white, people that would never talk to each other on the street, nevertheless, even say hello or do anything with each other, are coming together now for one cause. It's incredible. And so there was this, there, there's always been a need. I mean, the goal is to give out these packages, right? Explain to everyone what's in the packages and who gets them. So in our packages, first off, everyone gets a blanket. Um, along with the blankets is a package. And each package is some winter gear. So we have hats, gloves, scarves, socks. Uh, we have some basic toiletries. So that's uh, we get some toothbrushes, toothpaste, chapstick, baby wipes to freshen up. Just basic things that everyone takes for granted that we have in our bathrooms and kitchens to just use whenever we need. Um, and then we have some food. So we have a water bottle, granola bars, cereal bars, fruit cups, some raisins, things that they can take home with, not home, but in their bags. And, and non-perishables. Later, right? Non-perishables. So when we're giving it out to homeless folks all around New York City and New York State, um because even in Long Island, even in five towns, even in areas where people think this isn't an issue, right. we're seeing it is an issue and we're out there to help people. Um, mainly, we've been going to a lot of Manhattan, Brooklyn. Um, Shmuley's been going to Queens and Bronx. Those places are just very heavily populated. Anyone who goes to the city on a daily basis sees it. There's nowhere you can go where you're not going to see it. And we just saw the needs, so we're doing it. And in order to get there, in order to really be able to reach everyone who needs our help is why we reached out to the public um, because we can't do it on our own. There's only so much that we can give and so many people we can give to on our own. But one of the really cool things that I've noticed is that when we give people the opportunity and we say, this is how you could help, they're jumping at it because people want to help. People want to be good. And when we're giving them the opportunity of how to do it and we're just showing them all you need to do is whether it's make a package on your own and give it or donate to us, we're doing it ourselves. People are so willing and wanting to help and reaching out in so many ways to join us. I just want to add on to that, that um, we've actually come across um, all different, like I said before, all different walks of life. But um, there was one um, lady in the community, in the Five Towns community, who she came up with this idea. We didn't even think of it, of, you know what? Women have special needs that they need taken care of. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, just because you're homeless doesn't mean that your body stops Correct. working. It's a huge so issue. She went and actually started us now um, sponsoring um, our um, Women's female products, our, right? It's a female bag that, that goes, it's a private bag that we give out and she has letters written inside, personal letters to each one. That's great. So when they go and it's it's really personal and um. And we want more people to get involved like that. Yeah, just just today somebody reached out to me on Facebook with uh, pictures of stuff that they put together. She said, a total stranger, never met her before. And she said, I've been so inspired by what you're doing. I'm coming into New York City for some concert this weekend. And I put together and she had a, her whole dining room table covered in socks, gloves, wow. food, and all That's sorts of great. things that she's doing. So it's really ignited like 
a lot of awareness and people are getting out there and doing something about it. So you're, you're saying actually two things that I think are very important. First of all, there's an awareness. And, and people outside of New York who haven't been to Manhattan in a while don't appreciate what's going on here. Absolutely. And, and I'm going to use the word, and I, and I use it seriously, but homelessness is an epidemic yeah. in New York City. And you're, you're right. You can't I, go five feet. I Actually, I'm sorry. I want to cut you off. Yeah, sure. Is that there, there's a reason why we named it um, NYS. Um, we, 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 were, we were actually thinking about going to New York City, but the epidemic is not just in New York City. Right. Um, Fair as, point. As Nachum pointed out before, I, I was in the five towns um, taking care of some personal errands um, just a few days ago, and- Right outside CVS in the five towns where most people would run away from these people or have nasty comments, I embraced him and I told him, I said, I have blankets in my car. And he's like, are you serious? And I said, I have a bag with food and, and toiletries. The guy thought I was crazy. <laughs> I mean, some we've come across people that. That, that really think we're nuts, <laughs> right. that, that we're actually giving them stuff because mo- so many people actually reject them. I'm not telling people that they should take these people into their homes or do right. anything irrational. But if you don't feel comfortable to be able to go uh, go out and physically help these people, we are giving you an opportunity where you can, by helping fund us, we can then use your funds to go out and do that. Right. So, okay. So then let's, so let's amend that. So it's not just an epidemic in New York City. I think what people don't appreciate or that people don't get is that you look at Manhattan and you see the sky, you know, you see the skyscrapers and you, you walk five feet and you see the, you know, the, there's, there's this ad for this kind of expensive thing. And there's just this aura, this outside persona outside you know, in the world, so to speak, this that that obviously New York City is the best. It's all beautiful. It and is, glamorous. and it's great, and it's glamorous, and everybody can live well, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But what shocks me all the time, and as a person who takes mass transit, or as I like to say, attempts to take mass transit here in New York, is that you. It is a juxtaposition of two cities: as the people who live on the streets and the people who live in the buildings who wish that that you know who 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 don't notice quote unquote, the people who live on the streets and the people who live in the streets who wish they could be in buildings. And and you see them both at the same time. There's a homeless person in front of a massive, glorious concierge apartment building in Manhattan, but but he can't get in. And so it's almost like a tale of two cities. Yes. And it's and it's it's painful. But you're right, it's not just Manhattan. It's just that kind of outward persona. Manhattan but it's is where everywhere. We see it the most. Right. Because for I mean for so many reasons. Yeah. There's a lot of you know, it's condensed amount of population and also a lot of you know waywardness kind of a thing. People come into New York thinking that there's hope, thinking that they can get something started. They can be that guy in the subway who plays that one hit song and somebody finally discovers yeah. them. It's it's that kind of a place. But New York can also be very hard. And I I laugh every time I see a sign in the in the subway station that talks about the free Wi-Fi. I'm like, yeah, the homeless are really appreciating the free Wi-Fi right now because you, they can't give them homes, but at least their phones work. So there's so you've given people number one this awareness, and also you've given people the the awareness that they can do something too. So it's like not only. Is there a homeless population out there that but we could do something? But about we it. can do something, and doing something is easy. Two brothers five years ago made a decision. They started these packages, and now they're coming to us. So even if, as Shmuley, as you said, even if you don't want to do it yourself, help us. We're doing it anyway. Yeah, I, just to add on to what Miriam's saying is, um, I've actually had uh, people, including mentors of my own, who said we would never 
go out and and do that. And as I like to say, we we have three things that we give out. Um, and the, I don't know if Miriam knows about the the three things. Well, I know about the hugs. Uh, so That's you're, number one. <laughs> so you're, our our three things are our the hugs are great. Is is a blanket. Um, our, our, and the, which comes along obviously with the, um, if we have any clothing at that time, but it's the blanket, the, the package with the food and toiletries. And then the last thing is, is a hug and, and a hug, um, I'm going to give over a, um, in just a nutshell, um, is for myself as someone who doesn't like to always be touched by human beings. Okay. <laughs> um, is my inspiration was from Reb Shlomo Kabach. Um, and Reb Shlomo, um, you know, took himself to a level of going and being able to, even though we, and, and Ahmed and I are, are dealing with, and we can tell you because on our way here, we, we actually just gave out to a bunch of people on our way here. Did you find the guy in the corner? Not no, yet. Not yet. There's a guy around the corner that everyone in the neighborhood takes care of. He lives on the grate because that's where it's warm. Right. Um, so, so we'll go to him right yeah. after we finish with you. But we actually, on our way into the city just now, we were, um, we were, and we were we got to meet some very interesting people and and we'll say is you know the big thing that always um got me was how did Rip Shlomo touch these people mm. they stink they smell some of them are really crazy right and and it um it took me quite a few years i said you know what this is going to be one of my goals in my life that i am going to break my my personal barrier to do it and uh, when i was still working in um harmony services in, in brooklyn new york i um I was at Dunkin' Donuts getting myself a drink, and I saw these guys. It was like seven, ten guys who were just the lowest of the low, and downtrodden everything. And I said, "That's it. I'm going inside." I bought them old Dunkin' Donuts, <sighs> um, and um, came back out. And I said, "You know what? This is my opportunity. I, the opportunity is here. I'm going to test myself." And yeah, they smelled. I'm not going to tell you that they right. they 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 smelled like um, roses, you know, roses or some beautiful girls out of the five towns. But they 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 did they did smell and um and I embraced each one and I it was so rewarding. Um and Nachum actually can tell you about um we an experience that we had um one of the Saturday nights that we went out about someone with, when he, with the hug. Um, oh. This guy, yeah. So I went over. To, I forgot about. It. There's so many incidents that happened. So this one guy, we were going out. This must have been three, four weeks ago, and it was that really freezing, freezing weekend when like they told everyone to stay on the streets and sure. stay off the streets right. and all of that. And so of course we were out that night, and um, so we were going out. We want one guy after another, and one guy go go over and I offer him first just the blankets, right? I don't just jump over and hug the guy. First I break the ice with a blanket and a package, and then I gave him a hug. And when I gave him a hug. He's like, that's what I really needed. Oh. And it wasn't like I, I gave him other stuff that he, of course he needed. He needed food. He needed to stay warm. But what really hit home for him was like a human making a connection with another human and just being there for him in that moment. So even though like Shmuley was saying, sometimes it's tough. I don't like to always think I, I go home and, and I shower. Of but course. like for that person, you're just being a human with them for that moment and connecting with them on a real level that they haven't had. A couple years ago, I met a guy who said no one spoke to him in New York City in Manhattan. No one spoke to him for months <sighs> in the busiest city in the world. And right. he's as lonely as can be. So you can literally save someone's life just from smiling at them. Or like it sounds very, I guess, generic that no, you can smile at someone and change them. It sounds great. But it's real. <laughs> and it's, it's real. And like right. I told someone else recently, 
if you don't trust me that it works, go out and do it. Right. Try it one time and you'll see how you're going to feel afterwards and you'll know it works. A hundred percent. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And I'll call them the Russell Brothers. Or join, or join us here in the studio. They are Humans for Humans, NYS. You can reach them, by the way, at Humans, the number four. Humans for Humans, NYS, at gmail.com. And you, you want to be a part of this because it's not, let's, let's be honest, it's not for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm saying this on the flip side also, it's not easy to go home to your warm house afterwards. It's not easy to interact with people and make yourself that vulnerable and know that you have a bed. And so I'm sure that it's hard to leave people there. Yeah. So it takes, it, this isn't for everyone on a lot of levels, but it's great to know that you're out there. And it's great for, I mean, it's a tremendous amount of pride. I mean, I'm sure you've heard that it's a Kiddush Hashem, and I'm sure that your parents are proud of you, and that other people are looking at you and saying, wow, like, why can't I do that? But not everything in this world is for everybody. But at least it is great to know that you are out there doing this. Let's talk for a second about the GoFundMe campaign because I want to make sure that people can participate even after goals are reached. You can yep. still give, we right? Have bigger Please. goals than that, absolutely. <laughs> no, that's no, just that's, the start. that's really yeah. serious. You're laughing. We actually, there's a lot that we do have. I just want to add on before we go into the GoFundMe. Um, we ask, and and I'm going to put this and uh, make this very clear. We really we beg of everyone. If you know of any homeless person doesn't make a difference on their if they're religious they're jewish they're non-jewish male female anywhere anywhere in new york state okay please email us so we can try our best to get down there and send them stuff okay because right now we're just two brothers we we haven't mastered new york state inside out yet (laughs) um and we and we really want to know um we want to know we know right now most locations in manhattan but we want to know if you know a location in the five towns if you know a location out on long island bar park okay yes a huge thing that's another thing i wanted to bring up thank you nacham is okay right now um the majority people we're seeing okay yes there's jews and non-jews but if you know of a group of Jews that need our help, please reach out to us. Send us a location. Okay, tell uh, tell us they need toiletries. They need they need some basic food. They what a blanket even. If we don't get that email, we'll never know. And if we don't know, there's no way we can help them. Right. So knowledge is important, and I'm not saying this to be funny either. But besides the fact that that but. I shouldn't even speak speak on your behalf, but let's talk for a second about what your overhead is besides the the products and besides the car the the carpet besides the the blankets. You need gas. I'm not saying that to be funny, but no, you have your own expenses, right? Yes, um, <laughs> I I can tell you because I'm the uh, I'm You're the, the driver. driver. <laughs> okay, so yes, I am the driver. Designated um, driver. I'm exactly. the designated driver, and and yes, it really is costing us a lot. There's the gas. There's the um, uh, we have the guests, we have the, the, the tolls, um, right, tolls, because we also, we never know where we're going to be ending right. up. Um, we could start in Brooklyn and end, uh, end our night in Queens and have gone to Manhattan too. And like, the Bronx. Right. We and can, you, and you guys go out on a Saturday night until you got nothing left. 99% uh, well, of the time. Um, <laughs> we, we actually, we have, or you a, run out of gas. Um, no, no, we actually have a, um, a great story on our, was it our first night? It was our first official night. The first right, the night first we went out as night, a public thing. And that, it was Christmas Eve. And, um, I said, and Nahum said, you know, I have work tomorrow morning. I got to go. Uh, we got to start heading home. And I said, well, we're not heading home until we finish the last blanket that we have in the car. 
And um, he he wasn't so pleased with that comment. No, so uh, I told him I was like, you could, we can hand them all out, but we're gonna start heading home now. And like one way or another, we'll figure it out. But we're gonna go home. We're, we have to go. So uh, as we get out of the uh, Midtown uh, Tunnel, um, there exactly thirty seconds before there was a massive car accident. Um, so much so that um, no emergency response vehicles no one was there i immediately um use the the different stuff that i've learned as a chaplain and from being part of the rockaway nassau safety patrol um i pulled over my vehicle uh, lit it up so everyone they saw that there was an emergency vehicle i got the police and and started getting everything going at that time the um those who were injured started coming out of their cars um and they were shaken up and i uh. pointed to nachem and i said yeah, so I grabbed the rest of the blankets from the car. So you made the accident happen. You willed the accident. Why do you got to be like that? Why do you got to be I like that? <laughs> <laughs> do you didn't realize how powerful you are. Yeah, well, that, you're saying it as a joke. Today when we were driving here, Shmuley and I, like, we're like, we wish, we really hope that we get someone to give something to. Like, right. And I literally two that. minutes later, a guy crossed the street in front of us with a wagon pushing his stuff, waiting for his stuff. So if you if you do wish for something good to happen and it's to help another person, right. it's going to happen. That's, that is a very good that is a very good way of looking at it. Again, they are humans for humans. It's the number, folks, not the word. Humans for humans, NYS at gmail.com. And the GoFundMe page is... GoFundMe slash ny slash humans for humans nys.com there you go so it's the same it's the same email address as it is for the gofundme and i'm sure that if you go to gofundme and you just go into the search engine that you can put in humans for humans nys new york state nys and it'll pop up every dollar is being used to help other people there aren't so many organizations i mean you could be on charity navigator when you guys get established and you'll be like one of those superly high rated charities because you can account for every dollar that is being used in terms of it just going back into the people and not being used for... Yeah, we could show for everything we've spent. I'm sure you can. I'm, pa- I'm sure your parents can. I'm sure everyone can. But not, not just as We are at the point where we do not have any more blankets left. Oh, wow. We have five um, blankets that were donated by someone from their closet, and that's all. That's it, and 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 I'm. I'll say Nahum works um, in a in a building atmosphere. I'm on the road now all the time. I work in a, in a different job. I'm not in Harmony anymore. Right. So um, and basically, I'm I'm seeing people all day long, mm-hmm. and I'll jump out of my car and I'll be handing them stuff. So we are really down to no blankets at all. Um, and, and the winter is nowhere near over. Nowhere, and it's only going to get worse. Um, so we really, we really need people when, when that $7,500 is, that's just the beginning for us. Um, that's to get, in order to get a tractor trailer worth of blankets, um, that's going to go and be used throughout the winter. Um, that's not even to talk about what our plans are for the summer, um, which we have massive plans well, I, I, the funding should come in. You guys should continue your good work. Folks, humansforhumansnys at gmail.com. If you have any questions, you want to contact me, I'll put you guys in touch with the Russell brothers, Miriam at nachamsegel.com. Not a problem. Gentlemen, call a vote to you. Continued Hatzlacha. Thank you so much. I, I hope you us. get a refill on those blankets really, really soon. I, I, I mean, the fact that you have five left is... Uh, is a little bit devastating, I have to be honest. But we um, we wish you the best, and on behalf of everyone in New York State, um, keep up the good work. Thank, Thank you, you so much for having us. Uh, totally my pleasure. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. We have a full afternoon of programming right after 
That's life. It is the live lunch hosted by Nachum Siegel right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. The afternoon continues with a full afternoon of programming. Throwback Thursday starts at 1 p.m. The encore of JM Rewind is at 4 p.m. And of course, the Arab Shabbos music show hosted by Mark Zomik begins at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. That is brought to you by our friends at Kedem. Tomorrow morning, join Nachum as he hosts JM in the AM from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. And at the conclusion of JM in the AM, join Naomi Nachman at 9 a.m. for a brand new edition of Table for Two. Stay tuned. As you enjoy the encore presentation of Thursday night's Kedem Erev Shabbos music mix that starts at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, hosted by Mark Zamek. And then, of course, until candlelighting in the New York area, you'll enjoy the Shabbos Erev Shabbos music mix. Saturday night of Rami hosts Saturday Night Seagull as we supposedly take off on our flight to Israel if we get tickets by then. Matis. There you go. You hear that, guys? You know what that means. Montes hosts JM Sunday, as he has been seamlessly since its inception, 7 a.m. Eastern Time. And do not miss a moment of our programming from Israel. If you hear that in the background, and I know you do, you know what that means. It's Jerusalem is Calling by Diaspora. That's what I play every time we head out of here and head to the Holy Land. That's the way it goes. Listen to it and enjoy it. Speak to you from the Holy Land, folks. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys. Lighten up their Brighter than the sun you shine, Jerusalem. You're on my mind, you lift my soul, you echo the divine. The providence that guides us so that we may teach and all may know the hand that may admonish or reward. Has given us this holy space, Jerusalem. To you I turn, I trace my steps back to you now again. Jerusalem is calling, Jerusalem is calling. Hear it echo through the canyon.